Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. This is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. Today is October 10th. It is a Saturday. The moon is in Cancer. So you might be feeling a little emotional at the moment, and you might have been feeling a little emotional the past couple of days. Guilty. Yeah, and that's totally okay right now because obviously this is a very heavy year and the planets are doing a lot of heavy stuff right now as well. Yesterday in the wee hours of the morning, the planet Mars squared Pluto. Mm. And that's just kind of heavy, yucky energy. Mm. And if you haven't done any crying (laughs) in the past 48 hours, maybe carve out a little time this afternoon to do some crying because, you know, when the moon is in cancer, we can feel especially fragile. And then when the outer planets are budding heads and you combine that with, you know, cancer moon or any kind of water sign, moon, Scorpio, Pisces, we can feel a little, I don't know, maybe that's just me. How are you feeling, Elmi? How is this energy affecting you? Oh, that's so sweet of you to ask. I'm feeling much better. I did have a rough go of things emotionally uh, a couple days ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the thing about 2020 is I don't know if it's astrological or if it's just taking a look at the general disarray of society. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what has me down, but I will say, yes, I definitely did feel down this week. And is that, can I ask you, is that because my ruling planet is Pluto? Because I'm a Scorpio? Does that have anything to do with it? It could, yeah. I mean, Scorpio has a rich history with both uh, the planet Mars and the planet Pluto because Mars used to be considered the ruling planet of Scorpio until Pluto was discovered in 1930, at which point they said, we're no longer going to have Mars be the ruling planet of Scorpio. We're going to have Pluto be the ruling planet of Scorpio. So... And those two planets specifically were forming a square, which means they were butting heads. They were not seeing eye to eye up in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, that stuff can impact you on an individual level. So, yeah, I mean, this whole year, and especially once Mars went retrograde about a month ago, I mean, that's hard on Scorpio. And that's hard on Aries because okay. both Scorpio and Aries have a strong Mars influence. Okay. And so, yeah, just, you know, through the end of this year, if you are a Scorpio, if you are an Aries, you know, just take care of yourself. Know that this will pass. If you have a Scorpio moon, an Aries moon, if you're Scorpio rising, Aries rising, you know, what Mars is doing with this retrograde, uh, this very lengthy retrograde in the sign of Aries can uh, you know be impactful on you and, and can make you feel a little down and maybe you don't have your usual vita- vitality. But of course, you know that's just a piece of your chart. So if you are, depending on where the planets are in your birth chart, you might actually be doing okay. Maybe you're not even noticing this mm-hmm. at all. So if that's you know if you're doing fine, then yeah, keep it going. I mean that's all good. It's uh, you know what we uh, what we strive for. But if you are feeling a little down. Of late, I mean, we've all been feeling a little down this year, but especially in the last few weeks or month or whatever, that could be the influence of, first of all, Mars being retrograde and then Mars forming squares periodically with Pluto and with Saturn, which are both downer 
planets to begin with. Those are the more limiting planets that uh, you know that say that you aren't so special as an individual. That you know there is death and this kind of stuff that you can never escape. So it can get a little heavy. Um, you know, I've been feeling it definitely the last few days. I have a strong Mars influence in my chart because I have Mars right on top of my sun. I have a Mars-Sun conjunction. They're about two or three degrees apart. So I'm very dependent on Mars. And today okay. especially, I'm just feeling incredibly flat. Maybe part of it is because the moon is in Cancer. And I don't have any Cancer in my chart. I do have a lot of Capricorn, mm. which opposes Cancer. So like I always strive for like, you know, this order, you know, order mm-hmm. and um and cancer is more about, you know, how does this make me feel mm-hmm. and trying to get into your emotions and that kind of thing. And for someone who's not so emotionally wired, it can be a little tricky because yeah. uh, all of a sudden I'm feeling things. And it's like, well, I'm feeling things. What's this all about? Is this this is what people talk about when they feel emotions? Yeah. This is weird. So just trying to come to grips with that. But for what it's worth, you know, in the next few hours here, the moon is going to slip into the sign of Leo. Oh. And when that happens, usually everyone collectively, you know, the mood in the air shifts from sort of this looking within emotional, do I feel safe, secure, moon and cancer sort of energy into this, let's party, <laughs> moon and Leo energy. Let's get out there and be awesome. And that's going to be happening around 5.30 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday, October 10th. Okay. And, you know, the sun is in Libra. I think we forget, like, you know, especially this this year, it's okay to have fun <laughs> every now and then. That's totally acceptable to, to have fun. And to try to enjoy the lightness of life. And with the sun being in Libra this weekend and with the moon being in Leo this weekend, both of those aspects are trying their best to lighten the mood and to say, hey, let's unplug and let's just have a little fun. I know Almy and I personally are doing a little socializing tonight. We haven't done much socializing all year, mm-hmm. but we are going to have a nice uh, dinner with Almy's uncle and aunt this evening. Well, like uncle's wife. Uncle's wife. So that's you don't consider her to be your aunt. Well, that that makes it sound like my uncle married his sister if she were my aunt. Okay. Right? You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're making sense. She's not just... my aunt because if she were my aunt, that means she would be a sibling of one of my parents. Okay. So it's like my uncle. I mean, I love Ramy like an aunt, but yeah. that makes it. I mean, right? It's like. Well, anyone, like in my family at least, like if I have an uncle who's married to someone, I consider that other person to be my aunt, even I if just they're don't not think like that within that's the family. Correct. Okay. <laughs> that's but I'm a stickler for weird stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it's you know, it's something to think about. Yeah, something to think about. Um, but that's kind of the energy out there right now, at least from my perspective. It's just, you know, Mercury is retrograde. Let's just put that out there right now. Even though it doesn't officially go retrograde until this Tuesday, October 13th, Mercury has already started slowing down. Communications, miscommunications are already picking up. Um, I'm definitely feeling that energy, too. And so for what it's worth, yeah, just for the next, really, like the next month or so, communication is going to be a little tricky and you might feel a little flat in general just trying to deal with things might not have that usual gusto and energy that you have but you know just feel your way through it we're going to be okay we're going to get through this mercury does go direct finally on november 3rd which Mm -hmm. happens to be you know the election day in the u.s Mm -hmm. 
And the day Mercury goes direct doesn't mean that all of a sudden communication becomes great and fantastic and things are moving quickly and efficiently again. It's actually maybe the slowest day of that particular cycle in terms of Mercury being able to be impactful and, and being functional. So they're saying that, you know, I mean, the stage has obviously been set that this is going to be a long, drawn-out uh, counting of the ballots, regardless of what the planets are doing. But don't expect to have a clear, concise winner announced on November 3rd, either because of certain things that are being staged by the White House or by just what the planets are doing. It's just not looking good to have a clear, concise answer for whoever the victor is on November 3rd, because Mercury, the planet of communication, is not going to be functioning at a high level that day. So there's that. Um, but, you know, today, Saturday, the moon is void, of course, most of the day. And again, void, of course, means that the moon is in between signs. Mm -hmm. So it will have left cancer in the next few hours. And, and I will rejoice at that, mm -hmm. at that point because I could use a little more fire. I am a fire sign. Mm -hmm. um, but the moon will leave cancer, but it won't quite enter Leo until later on in the day. So right now this afternoon, if you're lis listening to this, this is a time just to like take it easy, daydream, read a book, detach, if there's something that's been bugging you, some kind of project you've been trying to get done, maybe yeah, if you're not on a deadline, at least uh, just get a, get some distance from it. Go take a walk. Mm. Go get out in nature. Take a deep breath. Today is World Mental Health Day, by the way, October sure 10th. Is. So, you know, it's a good time just to take care of yourself and focus on yourself. And honestly, the Cancer Moon does help with that. The Cancer Moon is, is usually tells us to nourish ourselves, take care of ourselves. Do we have food, shelter? Do we feel secure? So kind of try to look into that. What can you do to make yourself feel secure? If you need that extra piece of chocolate, eat it. Um, Sunday could be a little blah. I'm kind of looking at this. The sun's going to be forming a square with Jupiter. It's going to square Uranus. Mm. The moon's going to square Uranus. Actually, with the moon squaring Uranus, you might actually get a surprise out of the blue whenever Uranus is involved in something that can be surprises, that kind of thing. And then also the moon is squaring Mercury, so our emotions and the way we communicate will sort of be at odds. And as I mentioned, Mercury, for all intents and purposes, is already retrograde, joining Mars in retrograde. So our communications, our actions are not functioning at the highest level right now, to put it mildly. So there might be little miscommunications on the, along the way that could blow up into bigger arguments out of nowhere. So just try to be mindful of that. Try to give yourself a break. Try to give other people a break. And um, try to see the bright side in things. Uh, as far as the rest of the week goes, Tuesday and Wednesday of this coming week, that will be your best chance to get things done with any sort of efficiency mm. <laughs> because the moon will be in Virgo. And as we know, Virgo is very detailed energy. And Venus is currently in Virgo as well. So if you have any sort of detail kind of work that needs to get done, Tuesday and Wednesday might be the day to do it. Like if you need to get some work done on your car, if you're having a contract drawn up, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, mm. but that kind of detail stuff, Tuesday and Wednesday, that's the day to deal with it. Okay. By Thursday, October 15th, the moon will enter Libra and the sun is already in Libra. That's right. It's Libra season. Libra season. So Venus 
and I'm sorry, Venus rules Libra, the planet Venus rules Libra. So with the sun and moon both in Libra, it's a good time to be cute <laughs> and adorable. Yeah. Um Aries folks might not like this energy at all at the end of the week because any sort of Mars inspired aggressive energy being assertive is not going to play well on Thursday and Friday. So that's a reminder to myself as well. I mean, I have Venus in the first house. I love Venus. I'm all about Venus, but I also have a strong Mars influence. So for me, at least those couple days at the end of the week, I have to remember just to take a back seat. And it's not about ego those days, especially. It's about uh, hopefully looking at the lighter side of life and maybe socializing, just having fun and and just taking it easy, that kind of thing. Uh, by Friday, October 16th, we have a new moon. Mm. New moon, they say, whenever there's a new moon, it's a good time to set intentions, set your goals for the coming weeks, that kind of thing. Take a little time with that. When there is a new moon, the overall energy out there can feel a little flat. Mm. So you might be feeling that too. You might be feeling a little disconnected, a little despondent, temporarily down in the dumps kind of energy. So if you are feeling that on Friday into Saturday, that's totally normal for at least what the planets are doing. And then next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the moon will be in Scorpio, all weekend. So that's a good time to... What is that a good time to do, Almy? As, as a Scorpio, what would you suggest people do oh, wow. during a Scorpio-themed sort of weekend? Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe just... Um, what, is it like spooky stuff? Is that what you're getting at? I think that's a good suggestion. Yeah. I mean, it's Halloween season anyway. Right. You know, we're getting further into October. So yeah, watch a scary movie. Oh yeah, sure. You, you totally have our permission to watch a scary movie this <laughs> yes. weekend. I mean, go crazy. Right. Watch yeah. it this weekend too, even though it's a Leo moon weekend. Sure. But every, then every night if you want. Yeah, and every night. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Perfect. I think this is a good time to segue into the Ask a Scorpio segment of the show. As we know, Almy to my right, you can't see her, but she is sitting <laughs> to my right, is a Scorpio, and every week I like to ask her a question or oh, two yeah. or three to get her perspective as to what it's like to be a Scorpio. And here we go. You know, today is our 33rd episode. Wow. All right. I didn't want to bring it up because <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who doubted that we could make it to episode 33. When we told people we were going to start an astrology podcast, they were like, well, we see you getting to 30 episodes, maybe 31, potentially 32, but never, never, Chris and Elmy, do mm-hmm. did we ever see you making 33 podcast episodes? Yeah. And we've proved our doubters wrong today. Oh, we take yeah. no pride in that. This is not uh, for us to be boastful or prideful. But the fact remains, this is our 33rd episode. Yeah. And as we've established, Elmy is a big Disneyland fan. Whee. Disneyland has been largely closed all year and yeah. continues to be closed. Seven months. Seven months, despite the outcry of Orange County people. I don't Anaheim. know. Anaheim. The, the Anaheim mayor. mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's our 33rd episode. Woo. And yeah, congrats to us. And thank you for listening to us and being on this journey with us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We do. And there is a club at Disneyland called Club 33. Ah. So, Almy, today yes. my question's for you. And oh, it's, my gosh. It's actually a little bit of trivia. I thought okay. we'd have a little fun. Sure. And it has to do with Club 33. Okay. 
Uh, I have them on these uh, sticky notes here. <gasps> oh my gosh! Wow. Uh, the first question is not multiple choice. Okay. The, the following qu- questions will be multiple choice, but the first one is not. Um, Almy. Yes. Where does Club Thirty Three get its name? Um, from I want to say it's like an address of some kind. Is it an address? Yeah, you're right. Sweet. Yep, Club 33 is named after its address. Its address is 33 Royal Street. All right. Yeah. Yes. Good, good job. You're, you're killing this. Which is located in New Orleans Square in Disneyland. Yeah. As of, and this is really up-to-date information, but I, I was just looking on Wikipedia. I'm, okay. I'm working with what I got on the fly. I appreciate this. It's very sweet. As of 2011, which was a while ago, <laughs> Yeah. how long was the waiting list? And that's, that's something oh, I want to establish for people who don't know. Club 33 is a very exclusive club. Yes. You cannot just get in there on your own. No. You need to have a membership or you need to know someone who is super duper important. Yes. Who invites you. Yeah, it's a little secret club inside Disneyland. Up until Galaxy's Edge opened, it was the only place in Disneyland Park where you could have alcohol. And because Walt wanted a place where he could wine and dine sponsors or business guests or friends or family. And so he made himself a little club. And uh, yes, so that says something about exclusivity even today. Yeah. And there's a long waiting list to even become a member. And again, we're using 2011 statistics. However, Almy, as of 2011, how long was that waiting list to become a member? I'll give you some options here. Is it A, one year? No. B, four years? No. C, 14 years. That sounds closer. Or D, 21 years. Oh, I think it's C or D. Um, C? C, 14 years. Nice. Yeah, as of 2011, the waiting list was 14 years. It could be longer or shorter now, but that gives you some idea that there is an extensive wait yes. to become a member of Club 33. And then my last question regarding oh. Club 33, also multiple choice. Oh. Uh, only three options this time. Try to make it a little bit easier. Cool. But how much is that membership oh, to join Club 33? All right. Is it A, $5,000? Is it B, $25,000? Or is it C, $50,000? I don't think it's A. Can we eliminate A? Sure, we can. Is that correct, that it's not A? That is correct. It is okay. not A. So it's either, I'm sorry, what was it, 25000 or 50000 Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Um, I think that it is expensive. I don't know if it's fifty k expensive. I'm going to guess uh, 25000 C? That's correct. 25000 You're killing this. whatever us. number that was. Yep, was 25000 that, okay. that was B. Yeah. So you were three for three yes. on the club. I'm such a Disneyland nerd. Yeah, you are. You you know your I Disneyland really inside and out. I really am. And actually, and I'm proud to be an American. Sorry, go ahead. No, that was great. And coincidentally, today is the birthday of the governor of California, Governor <laughs> Gavin Newsom, October tenth. <laughs> Happy birthday, Governor. He is the favorite governor of all small business owners in the state of California. He is the favorite governor of anyone associated with Disney, as he has continued to say, no, we're not opening for safety reasons and whatever reasons we don't know about. But Disneyland remains closed. 
But anyway, happy birthday, Governor Newsom. We always enjoy your press conferences and, and your updates throughout the year, and we hope you have a good day. Yeah, I know he's a big fan of this podcast, too. Yeah, and he, so. he's a regular listener. Yeah. And Almy, can you do a little Governor Gavin Newsom I can for do, the folks? Okay, here's what I can do. I can do my Millhouse impression, yeah. which you said sounds like Gavin Newsom. Yeah, Millhouse of the Simpsons, Bart oh, Simpson's Bart. buddy. So then Newsom is just Milhouse saying stuff like, oh, I'm not going to open California anytime soon, Bart. It's just not safe. I'm sorry. That's awesome. Yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can totally see that. I think we need to make some videos where we dub in you doing Milhouse <laughs> over Governor Newsom talking. Yeah. That's uh, that's a project for Thanks, us. Thanks, everyone. I love California. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thanks. But anyway, happy birthday, Governor Gavin oh, yeah. Newsom. Happy birthday, buddy. And uh, wishing everyone associated with Disneyland, uh, you know, hang in there, I guess. Happy, I don't know. Yeah, good luck, buddies. Yeah. Everyone's just doing the best they can right now. That poor Anaheim mayor, though, when he yeah, did that he press just conference, lost he was it. like, yeah, he's near tears. I mean, I get it. You know, people think, here's the thing. It's so devastating for Disneyland to be closed because it doesn't just affect the people who work at Disneyland. It's the hotels. It's the nearby hotels that aren't even Disney hotels. It's the nearby mom and pop shops that depended on that business. It is so many people that depended on every aspect of that one theme park. And it's just, um, I never would have thought Disneyland would ever ever schedule a close that was more than like 12 hours so this is really bizarre and uh, I hope all the cast members find some means of income um, I hope that everyone somehow finds a way to survive um, because you know it's not just like oh why do people want to go to a theme park during a pandemic it's like you know what people's livelihoods depend on this theme park being open during a pandemic and so i hope they figure out something soon because it's a lot of people who honestly are not making that much money per hour to even begin with so let's just think about um all of those people who uh needed disneyland and um anyway i'm sorry i went on a tangent there but uh no it's okay i mean the moon is in cancer we are definitely in our feels we are and yeah. and when the moon is in cancer any cancer energy at all is about you know we're thinking about family we're thinking about making ends meet and that kind of stuff so yeah for for all the cast members who aren't working right now and and everyone else like almy mentioned associated with disney or who uh, benefit from Disney being open. You know, our hearts go out to you, and we hope you're making ends meet during this incredibly stressful time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just hopefully it reopens when it's meant to be, but it's yeah. not even looking like it's going to happen this <laughs> year at this point. So, but... Anyway, um, <laughs> heavy, heavy stuff out there. We're not doing anything to make anyone feel better, I know. But part of that is, you know, what started this whole deal was Saturn and Pluto meeting up in the sky earlier in January of this year. And that's what kind of set off this this year of major, major transition. The last time Saturn and Pluto were both in Capricorn at the same time, because right now the planet Saturn's in Capricorn. The planet Pluto is also in the sign of Capricorn. That rarely happens. The last time it happened was in the 1500s. Mm. The 1500s. That was a long time ago. We're talking over 500 years ago. The last time those two planets were both in Capricorn. And one of the things, that, well, especially the planet Saturn and, and Capricorn energy in general is they eliminate 
what's no longer needed. They 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 cut away the the they trim the fat so to speak mm. or or whatever the term is. Um, so both Saturn and Pluto are doing that right now this year. They are acting as the wrecking balls that are just annihilating. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be uh, overemphasizing things mm-hmm. here, but it's just things are happening really quickly, and certain structures that people weren't going to change on their own. The planets are just stepping in now and saying, sorry, this stuff is coming to an end. I'm not saying that Disneyland is coming to an end. I mean, I certainly hope not. My My God, God, we need Disneyland now more than ever, or at least the hope that it will reopen. But other structures in our society, we know which ones those those are. As we've seen this year, uh, certain things are just no longer effective and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, if you personally are having some sort of existential crisis this year, I mean, you're right on track. I don't mean to make light of it, especially on World Mental Health Day, but there's some heavy, heavy, heavy stuff going on in the skies, and we see it manifesting on the human level as well. And um, just hang in there. You know, this is a year of transformation, and try to look at it that way. As you see things maybe in your personal life that are falling apart and or dying, whatever you want to call it, just know that these planets are doing that to make room for new things to come in for you. And the stressful part is they usually take things away first, and we don't know what's coming in, but just trust that it's going to be for your better good, Mm -hmm. even though you might not see that stuff until probably 2021, honestly. But anyway, hang in there. We love you. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it back over to Almy to, to take us out of here. But thanks for being with us all this time. It's our 33rd episode. We're so stoked. We love you. Bye. We sure do. Uh, should we do like a like a deep breath together? Yeah, I need like 20 deep breaths. Okay. Or we can do like two, whatever. All right, everyone. Get comfortable. Close your eyes if you like. Very slowly in through the nose. Draw a deep breath in. And slowly release. <sighs> You say slowly because when you release the breath slowly, your heart slows down, your heart rate, and you do feel better. So there's no rush. Let's do it again. In. Release. All right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. Have a good one.